In the special collect for the propagation of the faith, we pray, O God, who desirest that all men should be saved and come to the knowledge of thy truth, send, we beseech thee, laborers into thy harvest and grant them grace to speak thy word with all trust, that thy words may run and be glorified, and that all nations may know thee, the one true God, and him whom thou hast sent, Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The town versus country rivalry has been going on now for centuries. I put in the bulletin, oh, a few weeks ago, that there was even this type of rivalry between the saints, particularly St. Gregory Nazianzen and St. Basil. Now, St. Gregory, he was from the country. He was a country boy, you might say. And St. Basil was from the bigger city. And they teased each other about it. St. Basil mocked the country as a dull and cheerless place filled with mud and dirt and all sorts of filth. But St. Gregory mocked St. Basil as a, as a tiptoeing, capering man, a dandy to be sure. It was a funny little rivalry. And it's something that I rather enjoy. It's something truly that I could get into myself, being from the small town of Chillicothe, Ohio. To give you an idea of where I'm from, well, I grew up not in the town of Chillicothe, but outside of it. I grew up on a country road. I remember as a little boy, it was a gravel road. So when we finally got it paved, we really moved up in the world, I'd say. Then the road was in a small holler. Now for you city folk, a holler is a sort of valley, you might say, between two hills. Well, so the road that we lived on was called Happy Holler or Happy Hollow. And we had on our property a creek that ran along the front of the property and all around us, thickly wooded area. It was the beginning of the Rust Belt, they, that's what they call it, because there's so much poverty. And the farther you go, go back into the hills, the more you see it. We lived very close to a town, believe it or not, called Knockamstiff, more of a tiny village of about two or three buildings than anything. And Chillicothe is a town of 23,000 people. We use words like crick and we washed our clothes and our hands rather than washed them. And we lived in the hills, not the hills. And so when I entered the seminary, I was only about just turned 18. I remember that I was often teased in good humor for my country accent. So the city versus country rivalry has has been a big part of my life. I was touched, however, when I was preparing this sermon and I read the gospel for the votive mass for the propagation of the faith. Our Lord, he settles the argument, the debate 
of which is better, the country or the city. The gospel is short, only three or four verses, and it says, Jesus went about all the cities and towns teaching and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing every disease and every infirmity, and seeing the multitudes, he had compassion on them because they were distressed and lying like sheep that have no shepherd. Scripture scholars say this about that gospel, that Christ visited not only the inhabitants of the bigger cities and towns, but poor men and rustics dwelling in the tiny villages, and he taught and healed them. He taught them the truths of his faith. And then the scholar goes on to say, let priests and religious imitate this. Desire not, O preacher, to remain in the magnificent cathedrals of great cities, for Christ also taught in villages as well as in cities, and thus he was the catechist, the preacher, the redeemer of the sparsely scattered and poor rustics. A beautiful thought. You see, the Catholic faith, which is the faith of our fathers, and which is our faith by the grace of God, is not just for one type of people. It's not an ethnic thing. It is not for more for the learned than it is for the ignorant. It is not for the rich any more than for the poor. It is for all men of all times and of all conditions. And the teachings of our faith are not optional. They're not matters of opinion. They are most certain truths revealed by God. And this is why so many missionaries have left their homes and gone into foreign lands to teach others the Catholic faith. Because for them, it wasn't, in a <clears throat> it wasn't an opinion. It was God's holy truth. And this is why the martyrs shed their blood. They would not have done it for an opinion, something that could be wrong. Men do not sacrifice their comfort and certainly do not give up their life for a mere opinion, and certainly not as Catholics have done for centuries. Faith also pertains to those things which we do not see. So, for example, we believe in God, even though we don't see him. We believe in angels. Have you ever seen an angel? I haven't, but we believe. And we believe that there are just as many guardian angels in this church as there are people, even more. We believe in the resurrection of the body, although we've never seen a body rise, not with our own eyes. We believe in the Trinity, three persons in one God. We've not seen it. We believe in the Incarnation, that our Lord Jesus Christ was not merely man, but God, too. And I must say it, because it is 40 hours afterwards, 
we believe in the Blessed Sacrament. These are things that we do not hold as possibilities or opinions. These are realities which we firmly believe in because God, who can neither deceive nor be deceived, has said that they are true. It's as simple as that. One can mock these truths and deny them, spit upon them, desecrate them, but he will never be able to change the fact that they are an objective reality, that they are true and real. Blessed are they who have not seen, but have believed. Now, our faith must not remain sterile or unproductive of good works. In other words, our faith cannot be dead. We must live it. The doctrines of our faith, the doctrines which we believe, have real and uh, everyday application to life, every one of them. Now, what would you say if I told you that Christ, just as when he was alive and went in the cities and the villages to preach, what if I said that he still did that today? Well, he does. He's in the Holy Eucharist. And he is on, on altars in Africa. He is in altars in the mountains of Argentina, Patagonia, where deep in the mountains, where there is hardly a town and hardly an inhabitant. But he is there. And he is here on our altar. He's in the big cities and the small. A Protestant, this is a famous anecdote, a Protestant was one day talking to a Catholic about the real presence, and he subtly rebuked that Catholic, and all Catholics for that matter. He said, you know, I as a Protestant do not believe that that Christ is really present in the Holy Eucharist. I do not believe it. But I'll tell you one thing. If I did believe it, I would be in the church every day to see my God. But you Catholics, he said, you do believe that God is here among you, and yet your churches remain empty for most of the day. That is a rebuke. Father Faber, he's a very quotable man. He said that if the sins of unbelievers are materially more startling and repulsive, there is a greater formal want of love in the coldness of believers. Our Lord did so much to remain with us in the Blessed Sacrament, to remain with us day and night. My delight is to be with the children of men, he said. Yet, Faber continues, yet most often our Lord is surrounded by either those who do not believe or who do not believe in practice. This is his quote. Our blessed Lord is rather in his sacrament, 
is surrounded not with choirs of angels or rings of various saints, so much as by groups of every variety of evil character, just as he was in his passion. They who do not believe represent the Jews, or Herod, or Pilate, the Roman soldiers, and others. While alas, we who believe are either Judas, who betrayed him, or Peter, who denied him, and unfortunately, we are a Peter without Peter's tears, or the rest who ran away and fled, or at best, we are the curious and indevout spectators of the crucifixion. Some who are indifferent, without dislike or hatred, and others sentimental, yet without compassion. Do you believe that our Lord is right here? He is your creator, your redeemer, your judge, the lover of your soul. He is here. Just as you look at him, he sees you even from behind the little banner there. And he looks deep into your heart and your soul. He is your God. Does your, do your actions reflect your belief? That's a question for us all to ask on this last day of the 40 hours. God forbid, but have you ever received God in Holy Communion in the state of mortal sin? Can you go to Holy Communion without preparing yourself well. When you come into the church, what is your genuflection like? Is it just a quick bend of the knee because you have to? Or is it a reverent gesture of adoration of God, the King of Kings? When you pray, do you realize that he is truly able to hear you from that tabernacle. When a priest, and it does sometimes happen, when a priest comes out, he's on his way to a sick call and he has the blessed sacrament in a, in a pyx around his neck, are you one of those people that when you see him, you, you run away, try to hide yourself in another room because you're embarrassed a little bit? to fall on your knees in front of the God who is passing you by? Or when you bring a Protestant friend into church, as I did the other day, do you feel a twinge of embarrassment when you have to genuflect before what your friend believes is only a wafer of bread? What is your belief? And our Lord today, this day, I mean, he's competing with, oh, parties and football games and just the lazy Sunday afternoon. But here he waits, the God who created you. Whether you're a saint or a sinner, it doesn't matter. Your God is here. You have your worries and your issues. 
well, there's a war going on, we certainly should be making reparation and asking for peace. Instead of running from our Lord, whom you say you believe in, let us all make the time to come and see him. For he has come to the country and to the city to be with us. May God bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.